Good evening, people of God. Amen. We thank God tonight for being able to come out and be able to share with each and every one of you tonight. There's nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. There's nothing like talking about the Lord. There's nothing like God talking back to us. That part right there. The Lord using his words to begin to share wisdom and knowledge. God using his promises to reassure our hearts that, look, you're not walking in this walk for nothing. You're not believing him for nothing. You're not uh, believing for salvation for nothing, but for that peace, for that joy, for that everlasting joy, for that everlasting peace. That's what we're, we're looking into. We're looking into that everlasting, that part where it says that when this, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And because the world didn't give it to me, the world can't take it away. So we got to find a way. We got to know the way of keeping and remaining our peace, keeping and remaining our joy. Come on, continuously walking in what God has given us, even though there are things that come up. We got to be able to maintain our state. And because God has given us his spirit, he's given us Holy Spirit in order that we can walk in that truth. We can have that uh, reassurance. We can have that peace knowing that the Holy Spirit is just what we need. He is all that we need. He is that down payment of the greatness of what is coming, what we're going to be run, you know, what God is going to give to us in the end, but he is the down payment. And if he's the down payment, why not find out what glory has been revealed in Jesus? What is the glory in Jesus that needs to be revealed unto us? Have you ever looked at it like that? Have you run after uh, the life of Christ? Have you wanted to get to know the life of Christ? Seeing that there is a, it's a guarantee, it's a down payment. He is a down payment of something. He is the beginning of something. He is our new life. He is our new beginning. And if we don't begin to seek that out, come on, if we don't begin to seek that part out, some of us have lived long enough till we can almost predict what tomorrow was going to bring. For the simple reason we've seen stuff over and over and over again, not allowing God to show us new stuff new things, new purpose, new dreams. And it's not really that it's new, it's in you to do. These things that God is wanting to reveal to you, he's all actually already prepared you for it. He's actually planted it in you. We're just not minding our business. We're not minding the business of the Lord that's on the inside of us. But when we stop and begin to mind the business, Come on, the kingdom of God, children of God, mind the business of the kingdom. Go in and begin to search out the goodness. Go in and begin to search out the wealth. Go in and find out why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness all of his righteousness. And then these things will be added. Find out why he said that. What is, why is it that I got to seek ye first the kingdom? Why is it? Because there is a system, God has a system down here within the earth that will bless us, that will keep us in a prosperous way, that will keep us in that place of joy, that will keep us in that place of hope. We're always hoping. We're always looking for the best. We're always looking for things to be greater. We're always advancing, I should say. That's a good word right there. We're always advancing. 
Every day we wake up in, with the mind to advance in the kingdom, advance in the wisdom, advance. Because it's all about God saving those that are lost. And come on, once upon a time we were lost, but thank you, Lord, now we're found. But yet and still, there's still others that are out there. And God has called the sons and the daughters. He's called us to be witnesses. He's called us to be a harvesters. He's called us to work in the vineyard, his vineyard. He's called us to go out and compel the people to come. He's called us. And in the calling, he's prepared us. And and he's uh what's it? He's given us all that we need. Don't look for it any further. Everything you need is within you. Everything you need to do the work of the Lord is within you. Is staying in the face? Is cooperating with God? Yes, cooperating. Not only cooperating when we think about uh being working with him, but being obedient, allowing God allowing God to do a work uh, uh, through you and with you allow see cooperating is we're allowing our lives we're surrendering our lives we're allowing God to do what needs to be done because of what he's done for me it will bless me for him to do for others and that's where we got to get our hearts and our mind fixed this thing is just not about us it is not a jest about us God's purpose for saving us is that through us others might be saved if you look at the life of christ you'll see that he sold one man that he might reap more he sold one life that he might reap more lives if we can just keep our focus on the fact that the ministry in us is not just for ourselves our business is mining the kingdom our business is knowing that we've already been prepared we've already got what we need that's what we need to know and then use what god has given you come on let us become a blessing in the earth let us become that valuable piece that god looks at that valuable piece that people will want that valuable piece that people will begin to desire why because when you open up your mouth you're always talking about the goodness of the lord you're always sharing what god has done you're sh always sharing what god is able to do you're always sharing oh my god i'm looking forward to the greatness we're always in that place of knowing that there's something good I'm trying to think what evangelist is something good is going to happen to you. You imagine staying like that, having that focus that something good is going to happen to you. And if we can just get into that place where we stay in that place that something good is going to happen to you. Uh, if tonight, if we could just uh, stay in that place also uh, waiting waiting on the Lord and, and being of good courage. I think that's Psalms uh, 27 and, and 14, Psalms 27 and 14, because the Lord has blessed us and he's given us great and precious promises. He shared great things with us, great things. And a lot of times with the great things, we tend to go through things. We, can, we tend to experience some things and then experiencing some of those things, we start to complain about the place, the thing that we're going through in waiting on God. We, we start complaining, but we talked about that last week about using our words wisely. So we're not complaining and we're not creating more of a mess in our lives or we're not uh, 
making it that we have to stay longer in a place that we don't desire. But when we wait on God right, when we stay in that place of waiting right, you see, waiting on God is a place where God prepares you for that which he said to you. When God begins to speak great blessings, when God begins to tell you the great things that he's going to do through you, there's a time of preparation. There's a time, and, and you know what? You have what it takes, but to literally get you to that place of what it takes. Because sometimes we fight the hand of God. Sometimes we fight that place. We we don't believe it or we have a hard time believing it. Or we've suffered so much damage that, you know, this could not be God. We'll get into that place. But in that place of waiting, in that place of, of waiting on the Lord, he said, be of good courage. That part right there. Wait and be. Think about that. Wait and be. God has a plan in the place of waiting on him because in the in the plan of waiting on God we are becoming something we are becoming something we are becoming the image of God's son that's always his plan that's always his purpose that we become the children of God able to rule and reign in the kingdom having authority in the kingdom where the enemy come on i love that part where the gates of hell will not prevail against the kingdom of god the gates of hell will not prevail against the kingdom of god why because we are the enforcers of the kingdom of god we are the enforcers even when it comes to the people of god you see when we pray we don't pray just for one we pray for all we pray with the mind of God. We pray that all might be saved and that all come to a place of repentance. When we pray, when we get in that place and in that place of waiting, in that place of preparation, these are the things that God plant or awaken in us. And in, and in the awakening, uh, humility, we begin to humble ourselves as we become, um, begin to move into that place as true worshipers. That part. Think about that. True worshipers when you worship god true worshipers desire to please god true worshipers desire to see the glory of god true worshipers desire to see the healing of god true worshipers come on they want to see god get the glory they want to see god get the praise how many of y'all feel like that when you get into that place of praise when you get into that place of worship that's what you see you begin to see the heart of god you begin to see the desires of god and it's almost like in that place you just begin to say yes lord yes lord if i gotta be that one yes lord i worship i praise you lord you're seeking for me Come on, can you say that tonight? Lord, you're seeking for me, a true worshiper. It's me. I'm right here. And in that place, we know the devil mad. We know he don't like the fact that we've been picked out. We know he don't like it. We knows that we have the uh, the place of, of the person of greater is he that is in me. That person right there. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We have to understand that part. Greater is he that is in me 
than he that is in the world. And you know, when we tend to get into that place where we we know about our God, we know the, the greatness of our God, and we know that our God is more than able, you don't mind waiting on him. You don't mind allowing him to, to raise you up into that place. You don't mind because you know that your God is greater. You know that your Lord is greater. So when he tells us to wait, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So you're not waiting on nothing. You're always waiting on something when you're waiting on God. And the something is the promises. What is it that God has spoken to you? If you pay attention to it too, because you think about it, when God begin to speak great things in your life, when he begin to show you great things, you better be better know the enemy is coming for it. That's that seed. God is wanting to plant seed and he has, he has planted seeds in us and the enemy comes for it. He comes for that seed. He doesn't want that seed to take root into in your heart. He does. It's one thing to read the word, but you got to allow that word to settle in your heart that it literally may take root in you and that you begin to abide in that word. You begin to know that word as being your strength. You begin to know that word as being your life. When God gives you these great and precious promises, you better know the enemy is coming for those promises. He don't want you to believe him because the more you believe him, the more he's in threat that, look, he's getting ready to lose. He's already lost. But to snatch one from his hand, to snatch one of God's people right out of the hands of the enemy where he's literally think he has them down for the count. That's the way we got to pray. That's the way we have to pray. We have to pray knowing that we're going in snatching the souls out of the hand of the enemy, snatching the life of people out of the hands of the enemy. They belong to the Lord. They belong to God. See, we walk knowing that God's got our back. We walk in prayer. We walk in intercession knowing that I've been sent on this assignment and it will be fulfilled. I am a word. I am the word of the Lord and I've come to fulfill all that God has spoken. When we walk knowing that God has literally sent us like a word, he said, my word shall not return unto me void, but my word shall go and it will come back and tell me all that has been fulfilled. If God has called you to do a work, Yes, the enemy is coming for it, but you keep that mind of the work that he's told you to do. You keep that mind and go forth. Because when it, I'm telling you, you're going forth in praise. You're going forth in praise and you're coming back rejoicing. You're going forth in praise and you're coming back rejoicing of the goodness of God and how fulfilling his word is, how fulfilling his promises is, how they fulfill all that he has spoken. Look at here. I'm not the creator of words, but I hear every word that God is saying. And because he's spoken and given me creative words, all I got to do is begin to say what he say. Because he's given me creative words, all I got to do is say what he say. You see how the battle is always won? The battle is always won because I say what he says. I frame my words as he framed his words. 
Come on. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So that means that the words that are on the inside is greater than any word that can come forth from the outside. We got to know it. We got to get into this place this year of manifestation, this year of manifestation, not just the, the wealth of the world, but the wealth of God. Come on, manifest. Let the glory of God manifest. Let us get hungry. Let us go after the greater, the greater part of this lifestyle. Let us go after the greater part of being saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Let us go after the greater part of the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Let us go after it. Let us not get lost. There's always going to be trouble in this world. There's always going to be something coming over the horizon. There's always going to be something going on. But come on, what we want to be going on is the things of God in our lives. Because those same things that's going to be going on in your life is going to be some of those things that will stop the wind from blowing in this life. Come on. We're, we're like that, um, that peace that God saved in this earth that will literally save this earth. Even though we're in a fallen, a falling world, God has placed a, a, a people here that is literally able to save the people of this world. And we gotta be, we gotta know that we are chosen. We gotta know that we are, and we gotta be. We got to know this and be excited about this here. Be excited about walking with the Lord. And you know what I just saw is, is, is that I, I see people loving God. I see people worshiping God, but I see people with flaws. I see people still doing things that they think that is not of God. I still, still see people doing stuff that they think is, is wrong and, and is wrong in the eyes of God. But can I tell you tonight? Start seeking God, even even being in a place that seems uh, uh, this is a God place and I don't really belong here. I'm not of God yet. I'm not really born into that place. Can I speak to your hearts tonight? God said, come to him. Come to me. All ye are heavy and heavy and burdened down. All of you that are heavy and burdened down, come to me. And he said, and I'll give you rest. Come to me and I'll give you rest. Some of those things that we go through, some of those things that it seems as if life is controlling us, life has us. It seems like we, we have no way out. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. And the resting part is just believing. The resting part is believing that God loves you, believing that God loves me and God desires to save me. And you have to literally declare your salvation. You have to declare your salvation. The enemy don't want you to believe that you're free and you've been made free indeed. He wants you to think that those struggles are going to always be there. But I'm telling you, when we come unto God, there's a light that shines. There's a light that shines in our life and truth, come on, truth is exposed. And as truth is exposed, the devil is exposed. And you see all of the mess that he's doing and you see all the stuff that he's trying you with. And when you literally begin to see how he's used you against yourself, he's used you 
against yourself. He's used your words to bind to bind yourself. You've bound yourself up by your words. You've caused yourself to be in prison by your words, by saying what you cannot do. Saying what the enemy has done. You're so concentrated on what, what you cannot do and what the enemy is trying to do that you fail to do what God has told you that you can do. The truth that comes, it will bless you. The truth that comes will free you. The truth that comes within the light of God. We just got to get to that place of understanding all the work that is being done in our life. It is the purpose of God. It is the will of God. He says all things will work out. I will take that which you think is the worst part of your life. When you said that I don't know if I can move forward. God said I will take it and I will use it to move you back into the place of blessings. To move you back into the place of peace. To move you back into the place of righteousness. We got to know that God is working on our behalf. Yes, there's things that are happening on earth because people have free will to do. People have free will to do. But he says, wait on me. Wait on me and be of good courage. And I will strengthen your heart. I will show you that I'm not a liar. I will show you that my words are true. I will show you that I cannot lie. God is a creator. And when he speaks things, he's spoken. And he just spoke them right into existence. But it takes us holding on to what God has spoken. And knowing that it's going to come to pass. So in our waiting, in our standing in the place of waiting on God, I'm telling you, it strengthens us. It will strengthen us. And even in that, that place over in Psalms uh, 37 and 9, it says, For evildoers shall be cut off but those that wait upon the lord they shall inherit the earth how many of y'all are waiting on the lord tonight how many of y'all are allowing god to prepare you let's look at that place of waiting on god as a preparing place a place of being prepared for the greatness a player a place of being prepared as the son and the daughter of god being prepared on how to rule in the kingdom of god see that's that's what we need right there we got to learn how to rule and how to reign in the kingdom of god i'm talking about letting the enemy know who you are letting the enemy know who you are so that the work of God might be done and you're not focused on what the enemy might do. Why? Because I know how to pray. I know how to release the word of the Lord. We stay in the presence of the Lord to get a spoken word from God and we come and we release that word. We release that word knowing that God cannot lie. Hmm. And it gets to the point where you know God is not a liar. See, we're still trying to get through this, this man-made uh, mind Man has created such thoughts in our head and, and caused so much fear in our hearts that even when it comes to a God that cannot lie, we think he can. We think it, he won't do what he said he's do, but he's done it. I'm telling you, when he speaks it, it's done. He's a God that creates. And when he opens up his mouth, he's speaking truth. He's speaking words. When you go back over in Genesis, you'll find what the Lord said. And it was the Lord said, the Lord said. Anytime God speaks to you, see, you know, we can reread the word all the time. 
But it's nothing like getting in the presence of the Lord and getting in him, getting him to speak into your situation. Speaking that rhema, that, that now word into your situation, that right now word into your situation. Because when he speaks that word into your situation, you release that word. You release that word into your situation by the power of God. You release that word into your situation by the authority of God and you take it. You take that which God has said and you allow that word to comfort your heart. You allow that word to comfort your mind. Allow that word to be your life and your joy. This is a place that you have to literally fight for. But I'm telling you, within the fighting, you're getting exercise in this thing. You're getting uh, what strengthened in this thing to the point where that'll be the first mark you make. That look, who, what, when, where. Look here, I know the Lord is with me. You'll begin to say that thing with confidence. You'll begin to say that thing with courage. Come on. He said, be of good courage. That means that when that word gets in you, when you allow God to, to be the God that he says he is, come on, that's when that courage comes. When you allow God to be that God that he says he is, I'm your keeper. I'm your Lord, I'm your master, I'm your provider, I'm your healer, I'm your deliverer, I'm your savior, I'm your protector. Come on, think about it. I'm your sustainer. When you allow him to be who he says he is, Jesus, in your life, that's what he's done. I love that song. If God is for me, then who can be against me? If God is for me, then who can be against me? No one. The world might think he's against you, but he's, he's on a, you on your own accord because the plan of God for my life is not in your hands. You don't have my life to deal with. But if you're in a situation where it seems that you're locked down, tied up, you can't get out, imprisoned, come on. Begin to praise God right where you are. Begin to tell God how good right where you are. And I'm telling your heart will be strengthened. Your heart will be strengthened and strengthened in that place. Allow God to speak to you even in the prison of your mind, even in the prison of your heart. Allow God to speak to you there. Even if you're in a physical prison, allow God to speak to you there. That you'll have words of comfort. That you'll have a word that release you. Even though I might be in a place of being bound, I'm still living free right here. I'm still free in a bound place. My God, walking in that freedom in a place where it seems that you're not getting out, but I'm free right here. I'm free in Christ. I'm free in God right here. And I don't mind waiting on him and being of good courage. For his word says, he will strengthen my heart. And then he said, wait again, I say, wait on the Lord. <laughs> he ain't waiting no man, but you're waiting on God. And you're being of good courage because he is. He's strengthening your heart all along the way. Amen. He's strengthening our hearts. So we got to be mindful tonight to, be, to wait on the Lord and be. Wait on the Lord and be wait on him again i say hmm. wait 
<laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy tonight and be blessed. Amen. Good evening, people of God. Amen. We thank God tonight for being able to come out and be able to share with each and every one of you tonight. There's nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. There's nothing like talking about the Lord. There's nothing like God talking back to us. That part right there. The Lord using his words to begin to share wisdom and knowledge. God using his promises to reassure our hearts that, look, you're not walking in this walk for nothing. You're not believing him for nothing. You're not uh, believing for salvation for nothing, but for that peace, for that joy, for that everlasting joy, for that everlasting peace. That's what we're, we're looking into. We're looking into that everlasting, that part where it says that when this, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And because the world didn't give it to me, the world can't take it away. So we got to find a way. We got to know the way of keeping and remaining our peace, keeping and remaining our joy. Come on, continuously walking in what God has given us, even though there are things that come up. We got to be able to maintain our state. And because God has given us his spirit, he's given us Holy Spirit in order that we can walk in that truth. We can have that uh, reassurance. We can have that peace knowing that the Holy Spirit is just what we need. He is all that we need. He is that down payment of the greatness of what is coming, what we're going to be run, you know, what God is going to give to us in the end, but he is the down payment. And if he's the down payment, why not find out what glory has been revealed in Jesus? What is the glory in Jesus that needs to be revealed unto us? Have you ever looked at it like that? Have you run after uh, the life of Christ? Have you wanted to get to know the life of Christ? Seeing that there is a, it's a guarantee, it's a down payment. He is a down payment of something. He is the beginning of something. He is our new life. He is our new beginning. And if we don't begin to seek that out, come on, if we don't begin to seek that part out, some of us have lived long enough till we can almost predict what tomorrow was going to bring. For the simple reason we've seen stuff over and over and over again, not allowing God to show us new stuff new things, new purpose, new dreams. And it's not really that it's new, it's in you to do. These things that God is wanting to reveal to you, he's all actually already prepared you for it. He's actually planted it in you. We're just not minding our business. We're not minding the business of the Lord that's on the inside of us. But when we stop and begin to mind the business, Come on, the kingdom of God, children of God, mind the business of the kingdom. Go in and begin to search out the goodness. Go in and begin to search out the wealth. Go in and find out why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, all of its righteousness. And then these things will be added. Find out why he said that. What is, why is it that I got to seek ye first the kingdom? Why is it? Because there is a system, God has a system down here within the earth that will bless us, that will keep us in a prosperous way, that will keep us in that place of joy, that will keep us in that place of hope. 
We're always hoping. We're always looking for the best. We're always looking for things to be greater. We're always advancing, I should say. That's a good word right there. We're always advancing. Every day, we wake up with the mind to advance in the kingdom. Advance in the wisdom. Advance. Because it's all about God saving those that are lost. And come on, once upon a time, we were lost But thank you, Lord, now we're found. But yet and still, there's still others that are out there. And God has called the sons and the daughters. He's called us to be witnesses. He's called us to be uh, harvesters. He's called us to work in the vineyard, his vineyard. He's called us to go out and compel the people to come. He's called us. And in the calling, he's prepared us. And, and he's, uh, what's it? He's given us all that we need. Don't look for it any further. Everything you need is within you. Everything you need to do the work of the Lord is within you. Is staying in the face. Is cooperating with God. Yes, cooperating. Not only cooperating when we think about, uh, being, working with him, but being obedient, allowing God. Allowing God to do a work uh, uh, through you and with you. Allow. See, cooperating is we're allowing our lives. We're surrendering our lives. We're allowing God to do what needs to be done. Because of what he's done for me, it will bless me for him to do for others. And that's where we got to get our hearts and our mind fixed. This thing is just not about us. It is not a just about us. God's purpose for saving us is that through us, others might be saved. If you look at the life of Christ, you'll see that he sold one man that he might reap more. He sold one life that he might reap more lives. If we can just keep our focus on the fact that the ministry in us is not just for ourselves. Our business is mining the kingdom. Our business is knowing that we've already been prepared. We've already got what we need. That's what we need to know. And then use what God has given you. Come on, let us become a blessing in the earth. Let us become that valuable piece that God looks at. That valuable piece that people will want. That valuable piece that people will begin to desire. Why? Because when you open up your mouth, you're always talking about the goodness of the Lord. You're always sharing what God has done. You're always sharing what God is able to do. You're always sharing, oh my God, I'm looking forward to the greatness. We're always in that place of knowing that there's something good. I'm trying to think what evangelist is something good is going to happen to you. You imagine staying like that, having that focus that something good is going to happen to you. And if we can just get into that place where we stay in that place that something good is going to happen to you. Uh, if tonight, if we could just uh, stay in that place also uh, waiting waiting on the Lord and and being of good courage. I think that's Psalms uh, 27 and and 14, Psalms 27 and 14, because the Lord has blessed us and he's given us great and precious promises. He shared great things with us, great things. And a lot of times with the great things, we tend to go through things. We We tend to experience some things and then experiencing some of those things, we start to complain about the place, the thing that we're going through, 
in waiting on God. We we start complaining, but we talked about that last week about using our words wisely. So we're not complaining and we're not creating more of a mess in our lives or we're not uh, making it that we have to stay longer in a place that we don't desire. But when we wait on God right, when we stay in that place of waiting right, you see, waiting on God is a place where God prepares you for that which he said to you. When God begins to speak great blessings, when God begins to tell you the great things that he's going to do through you, there's a time of preparation. There's a time, and, and you know what? You have what it takes, but to literally get you to that place of what it takes. Because sometimes we fight the hand of God. Sometimes we fight that place. We we don't believe it or we have a hard time believing it. Or we've suffered so much damage that, you know, this could not be God. We'll get into that place. But in that place of waiting, in that place of, of waiting on the Lord, he said, be of good courage. That part right there. Wait and be. Think about that. Wait and be. God has a plan in the place of waiting on him because in the in the plan of waiting on God we are becoming something we are becoming something we are becoming the image of God's son that's always his plan that's always his purpose that we become the children of God able to rule and reign in the kingdom having authority in the kingdom where the enemy come on i love that part where the gates of hell will not prevail against the kingdom of god the gates of hell will not prevail against the kingdom of god why because we are the enforcers of the kingdom of god we are the enforcers even when it comes to the people of god you see when we pray we don't pray just for one we pray for all we pray with the mind of God. We pray that all might be saved and that all come to a place of repentance. When we pray, when we get in that place and in that place of waiting, in that place of preparation, these are the things that God plant or awaken in us. And in, and in the awakening, uh, humility, we begin to humble ourselves as we become, um, begin to move into that place as true worshipers. That part. Think about that. True worshipers when you worship god true worshipers desire to please god true worshipers desire to see the glory of god true worshipers desire to see the healing of god true worshipers come on they want to see god get the glory they want to see god get the praise how many of y'all feel like that when you get into that place of praise when you get into that place of worship that's what you see you begin to see the heart of god you begin to see the desires of god and it's almost like in that place you just begin to say yes lord yes lord if i gotta be that one yes lord i worship i praise you lord you're seeking for me Come on, can you say that tonight? Lord, you're seeking for me, a true worshiper. It's me. I'm right here. And in that place, we know the devil mad. We know he don't like the fact that we've been picked out. We know he don't like it. We knows that we have the uh, the place of uh, the person of greater is he 
that is in me, that person right there, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We have to understand that part. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And you know, when we tend to get into that place where we we know about our God, we know the, the greatness of our God, and we know that our God is more than able, you don't mind waiting on him. You don't mind allowing him to, to raise you up into that place. You don't mind because you know that your God is greater. You know that your Lord is greater. So when he tells us to wait, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So you're not waiting on nothing. You're always waiting on something when you're waiting on God. And the something is the promises. What is it that God has spoken to you? If you pay attention to it too, because you think about it, when God begin to speak great things in your life, when he begin to show you great things, you better be better know the enemy is coming for it. That's that seed. God is wanting to plant seed and he has. He has planted seeds in us and the enemy comes for it. He comes for that seed. He doesn't want that seed to take root into in your heart. He does. It's one thing to read the word, but you got to allow that word to settle in your heart that it literally may take root in you and that you begin to abide in that word. You begin to know that word as being your strength. You begin to know that word as being your life. When God gives you these great and precious promises, you better know the enemy is coming for those promises. He don't want you to believe him because the more you believe him, the more he's in threat that, look, he's getting ready to lose. He's already lost. But to snatch one from his hand, to snatch one of God's people right out of the hands of the enemy where he's literally think he has them down for the count. That's the way we got to pray. That's the way we have to pray. We have to pray knowing that we're going in snatching the souls out of the hand of the enemy, snatching the life of people out of the hands of the enemy. They belong to the Lord. They belong to God. See, we walk knowing that God's got our back. We walk in prayer. We walk in intercession knowing that I've been sent on this assignment and it will be fulfilled. I am a word. I am the word of the Lord and I've come to fulfill all that God has spoken. When we walk knowing that God has literally sent us like a word, he said, my word shall not return unto me void, but my word shall go and it will come back and tell me all that has been fulfilled. If God has called you to do a work, Yes, the enemy is coming for it, but you keep that mind of the work that he's told you to do. You keep that mind and go forth. Because when it, I'm telling you, you're going forth in praise. You're going forth in praise and you're coming back rejoicing. You're going forth in praise and you're coming back rejoicing of the goodness of God and how fulfilling his word is, how fulfilling his promises is, how they fulfill all that he has spoken. Look at here. I'm not the creator of words, but I hear every word that God is saying. And because he's spoken and given me creative words, all I got to do is begin to say what he say. Because he's given me creative words, all I got to do is say what he say. 
You see how the battle is always won? The battle is always won because I say what he says. I frame my words as he framed his words. Come on. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So that means that the words that are on the inside is greater than any word that can come forth from the outside. We got to know it. We got to get into this place this year of manifestation. This year of manifestation. Not just the, the wealth of the world, but the wealth of God. Come on, manifest. Let the glory of God manifest. Let us get hungry. Let us go after the greater the greater part of this lifestyle. Let us go after the greater part of being saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Let us go after the greater part of the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Let us go after it. Let us not get lost. There's always going to be trouble in this world. There's always going to be something coming over the horizon. There's always going to be something going on. But come on, what we want to be going on is the things of God in our lives. Because those same things that's going to be going on in your life is going to be some of those things that will stop the wind from blowing in this life. Come on. We're, we're like that, um, that peace that God saved in this earth that will literally save this earth. Even though we're in a fallen, a falling world, God has placed a, a, a people here that is literally able to save the people of this world. And we gotta be, we gotta know that we are chosen. We gotta know that we are, and we gotta be. We gotta know this and be excited about this here. Be excited about walking with the Lord. And you know what I just saw is is, is that I, I see people loving God. I see people worshiping God, but I see people with flaws. I see people still doing things that they think that is not of God. I still, still see people doing stuff that they think is, is wrong and, and is wrong in the eyes of God. But can I tell you tonight, start seeking God. Even, even being in a place that seems, uh, uh, this is a God place and I don't really belong here. I'm not of God yet. I'm not really born into that place. Can I speak to your hearts tonight? God said, come to him, come to me. All ye are heavy and heavy and burden down all of you that are heavy and burden down. Come to me. And he said, and I'll give you rest. Come to me and I'll give you rest. Some of those things that we go through, some of those things that it seems as if life is controlling us, life has us. It seems like we, we have no way out. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. And the resting part is just believing. The resting part is believing that God loves you, believing that God loves me and God desires to save me. And you have to literally declare your salvation. You have to declare your salvation. The enemy don't want you to believe that you're free and you've been made free indeed. He wants you to think that those struggles are going to always be there. But I'm telling you, when we come unto God, there's a light that shines. There's a light that shines in our life and truth, come on, truth is exposed. And as truth is exposed, the devil is exposed. And you see all of the mess that he's doing and you see all the stuff that he's trying you with. And when you literally begin to see 
how he's used you against yourself. He's used you against yourself. He's used your words to bind to bind yourself. You've bound yourself up by your words. You've caused yourself to be in prison by your words, by saying what you cannot do. Saying what the enemy has done. You're so concentrated on what, what you cannot do and what the enemy is trying to do that you fail to do what God has told you that you can do. The truth that comes, it will bless you. The truth that comes will free you. The truth that comes within the light of God. We just got to get to that place of understanding all the work that is being done in our life. It is the purpose of God. It is the will of God. He says, all things will work out. I will take that, which you think is the worst part of your life. When you said that, I don't know if I can move forward. God said, I will take it and I will use it to move you back into the place of blessings to move you back into the place of peace, to move you back into the place of righteousness. We got to know that God is working on our behalf. Yes, there's things that are happening on earth because people have free will to do. People have free will to do. But he says, wait on me. Wait on me and be of good courage. And I will strengthen your heart. I will show you that I'm not a liar. I will show you that my words are true. I will show you that I cannot lie. God is a creator. And when he speaks things, he's spoken. And he just spoke them right into existence. But it takes us holding on to what God has spoken. And knowing that it's going to come to pass. So in our waiting, in our standing in the place of waiting on God, I'm telling you, it strengthens us. It will strengthen us. And even in that, that place over in Psalms uh, 37 and 9, it says, For evildoers shall be cut off but those that wait upon the lord they shall inherit the earth how many of y'all are waiting on the lord tonight how many of y'all are allowing god to prepare you let's look at that place of waiting on god as a preparing place a place of being prepared for the greatness a play, a place of being prepared as the son and the daughter of god being prepared on how to rule in the kingdom of god see that's that's what we need right there we got to learn how to rule and how to reign in the kingdom of god i'm talking about letting the enemy know who you are letting the enemy know who you are so that the work of God might be done and you're not focused on what the enemy might do. Why? Because I know how to pray. I know how to release the word of the Lord. We stay in the presence of the Lord to get a spoken word from God. And we come and we release that word. We release that word knowing that God cannot lie. Hmm. And it gets to the point where you know God is not a liar. See, we're still trying to get through this, this man-made uh, mind. Man has created such thoughts in our head and, and caused so much fear in our hearts that even when it comes to a God that cannot lie, we think he can. We think it, he won't do what he said he's do, but he's done it. I'm telling you, when he speaks it, it's done. He's a God that creates, and when he opens up his mouth, he's speaking truth. He's speaking words. When you go back over in Genesis, you'll find what the Lord said, and it was. The Lord said, the Lord said. Anytime God speaks to you, 
See, you know, we can reread the word all the time, but it's nothing like getting in the presence of the Lord and getting in him, getting him to speak into your situation. Speaking that rhema, that, that now word into your situation, that right now word into your situation. Because when he speaks that word into your situation, you release that word. You release that word into your situation by the power of God. You release that word into your situation by the authority of God and you take it. You take that which God has said and you allow that word to comfort your heart. You allow that word to comfort your mind. Allow that word to be your life and your joy. This is a place that you have to literally fight for. But I'm telling you, within the fighting, you're getting exercise in this thing. You're getting uh, well, strengthened in this thing to the point where that'll be the first mark you make. That look, who, what, when, where. Look here, I know the Lord is with me. You'll begin to say that thing with confidence. You'll begin to say that thing with courage. Come on. He said, be of good courage. That means that when that word gets in you, when you allow God to, to be the God that he says he is, come on, that's when that courage comes. When you allow God to be that God that he says he is, I'm your keeper. I'm your Lord, I'm your master, I'm your provider, I'm your healer, I'm your deliverer, I'm your savior, I'm your protector. Come on, think about it. I'm your sustainer. When you allow him to be who he says he is, Jesus, in your life, that's what he's done. I love that song. If God is for me, then who can be against me? If God is for me, then who can be against me? No one. The world might think he's against you, but he's in, he's on a, you on your own accord because the plan of God for my life is not in your hands. You don't have my life to deal with. But if you're in a situation where it seems that you're locked down, tied up, you can't get out, imprisoned, come on. Begin to praise God right where you are. Begin to tell God how good right where you are. And I'm telling your heart will be strengthened. Your heart will be strengthened and strengthened in that place. Allow God to speak to you even in the prison of your mind, even in the prison of your heart. Allow God to speak to you there. Even if you're in a physical prison, allow God to speak to you there. That you'll have words of comfort. That you'll have a word that release you. Even though I might be in a place of being bound, I'm still living free right here. I'm still free in a bound place. My God, walking in that freedom in a place where it seems that you're not getting out, but I'm free right here. I'm free in Christ. I'm free in God right here. And I don't mind waiting on him and being of good courage. For his word says, he will strengthen my heart. And then he said, wait again, I say, wait on the Lord. <laughs> he ain't waiting on man, but you're waiting on God. And you're being of good courage because he is. He's strengthening your heart all along the way. Amen. He's strengthening our heart. So we got to be mindful tonight to, be, to wait on the Lord and be. Wait on the Lord and be. Wait on him.
again I say, wait. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy tonight and be blessed. Amen.